and welcome to my Xbox and me, episode 246. I wrote it down on a piece of paper. I am one of your hosts, MC Fixer, alongside the one and only Two Fresh Crash. Crash, how are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. You? Yeah, I'm not too bad. I mean, it's been a weird... It's still weird. The world's still in such a weird place right now. Yeah. Where, like, it's... something keeps happening, like, every single day. There's something. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's, there's no rest. Yeah. Do you know what I mean by that? Oh, absolutely. I don't, I don't know if this is the place to talk about it, but did you hear that there might be, like, another outbreak of swine flu? No. Yeah. <sighs> Apparently China's reported about it. I'm like, 2020 just keeps, like, you know, it's just one packing thing, it on. It's just one thing after another out there, isn't there? It's just like, like, honestly, it's like... And not, okay, and when I say that, I don't mean like it's a bad thing. Obviously, we had like the Black Lives Matter, and then you've got the Me Too stuff, and then we've got every content creator in the world, like not every, but lots of content creators in the world are just getting exposed for all the heinous stuff they've done, which is a good thing, don't get yeah. me wrong. But I'm not going to lie, I had a dream, I, had, I say a dream, it's more of a nightmare. I had a nightmare last night that I got Me Too'd, and uh-huh. I was like, this is never going to happen. Why is that even in my psyche? And it was just, I know for a well, well, I know from my side of things, I don't think I've ever done anything to make somebody ever feel uncomfortable. Again, I always say, and I've been saying lately, I'm so happy I'm with Hayley. I'm so happy because I'm quite a flirtatious person. So, but I would never want that to come across um, as making someone feel uncomfortable. And right. not that, and to be very clear, the, the cases of what have been reported are way beyond that. Um, yeah. But just for my own head like having that dream and wake up i woke up this morning nightmare i woke up this morning i was just like oh god like it's wearing on me even when i'm sleeping at the moment i'm like what is going on like it's just there's one thing after another the coronavirus and you guys especially america like your cases are just shooting higher it's just been reported in england of like countries of our size and around us we've got the most deaths as well in the uk it's just like jesus can we not just can we not just get video games and then we get some video games, but it's not enough of a distraction. Yeah. Because damn the video games I'm playing in are the bloody ones that are about post-apocalypse worlds where there's viruses. <laughs> You're like, God damn it. Yeah. Jesus, just give me something fun. Uh but my Xbox and Me is our weekly Xbox podcast here on youtube.com slash my Xbox and Me, where you can get the full video version. Or you can head over to any podcast service. Um you can get the audio. You get it on every Friday it comes out, unless you are a Patreon supporter. Patreon.com slash MCFixer is what keeps the lights on and is how you can get this show early and support it financially. Um, other than that, housekeeping, I guess, um, go rate us on iTunes. Very important. We rate, We were 246th in the UK this week. I got the email in, in Great Britain. I was like, eh, not bad. We made it in 250, I guess. But do you know what I also think? What? This website that's reporting these charts, I wonder if it's only the podcasts that have signed up with this website. Which, don't get me wrong, mm. IGN's on there, and um, Major Nelson, all the big ones are on there, but I'm still a bit like, hmm. hmm. I don't trust you. Numbers. I don't trust you. I don't trust you. But it's still nice to know. It's still nice to know, yeah. nonetheless. Uh, any other housekeeping, Chris? Have I missed anything? Um... No, I don't think so. Live streams on Tuesdays? Uh, I suppose we should start promoting those. Yes. Um, 
myxboxme.com still thing hey, so hey Zach, up articles someone's He's working on it. it someone's working yeah. on it. we'll read some of those in a little bit yeah uh go check out the live streams though that me and chris have been doing uh every tuesday over on the my xbox me youtube channel uh we've just hit 300 subscribers on the youtube channel so i'm happy with that we've we've not done much with the channel besides putting up the podcast it's nice to see the little bit of content we are putting up like getting a little bit of traction so congratulations yep. to us <laughs> who would have funk it crash you put who some content out there it starts to grow who would have thunk I, it? I, I was pretty sure you're supposed to sit on nothing and then you just grow and then you put out the content that makes sense makes sense um as always hashtag me too is important and if you need to share your story or if you need any support um please feel free to reach out to me um i'm here for you if you need to talk about anything something you don't want shared public please let me know also the same thing with that black lives matter movement don't i don't want to be silent on both of those especially at the moment like i do see it always dying down a little bit and i can use this platform to keep reminding people that black lives matter do matter we should believe victims of uh all cases but especially uh women at the moment in their their sexual predatory nature between a lot of men so yeah my thoughts go out to everyone but i'm here to support you if i can topic of the show this week crash topic of the show from our friend alder slayer good friend of the show uh also aka luke he says this which says jason schreier infamously tweeted that games are too long to what extent do you guys agree with this statement? Personally, I think it all depends on how that uh, on how that uh, that time is spent, and if you feel as though it was worth the investment. I thought this was a great question that came in uh, from the Twitter feed, which you can tweet us at my Xbox and me, or at myself at MC Fixer, or Crash at Kreshnik. Please, please. There we go. Yeah, we go. I'm glad. I'm almost there, Crash. I'm almost there. Um. I thought it was a great question. And when I saw Jason Swire tweet, tweet it out, I was like, huh. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of agree. I kind of, I kind of agree, but I don't know. I, I want to preference this with, I'm, I, I can I speak for me and you can talk for yourself, but I am in a very privileged position where as of lately, as, I, as my stature has grown in the gaming industry, I've started to get a lot more codes for games for free. And for free being the trade of in, having to review them or talk about them on a podcast or stream them or whatever that transition is right but not financial it's not been for money so last mm. of us code provided by playstation um night call that we, we spoke about i actually played on game pass that's not actually true i didn't get code for that um but you understand what i'm trying to say so yep. length does always come in turn with money in my opinion because i do feel like when you spend 60 dollars on a game i think there's a not that i think it's right but i do think there is a level of i need to get the most out of my 60 dollars for this game right and i know i know we're an xbox podcast but my own my best example of a game that's too long currently in my opinion is last of us last of us 2 fantastic game i really enjoyed it again this is not the platform to talk about it but i felt the pacing was was a little bit off and, and it was i would have said it was maybe three to four hours too long so that would have took that experience from maybe a 24 25 hour experience down to 20 and there's certain aspects of that game i can totally get into and we will at some point i'm sure on some podcasts won't be here but um as a blanket statement i think i agree that games are too long 
but i do also agree with it's a case-by-case basis yeah um i think this is a little this one's a little bit weird where i think it is a case-by-case basis but it's also how does the game work right i think assassin's creed odyssey is a great one for me to talk about i think that game is too long and not because of all the content that's there because it forces you to do so much of the side content if you Mm want to progress in the main story i think in that aspect that game is too long i think a game having a lot to do outside of its main story path is fine you look at something like witcher and witcher does that but witcher never really forces you too much to stick to side content yeah it's basically like go through the main stuff you'll have to do some side content here or there to level up and especially if you want to be over leveled for stuff yeah but for the most part you can stick to main content Whereas with Odyssey, it doesn't work like that. You have to do side content. Otherwise, you will be underleveled, and you can't progress in the story. Oh, yeah, it just, so level, like, it just level caps you out. You just can't do certain missions. Right. So I think there's that. Um, and I think a lot of games tend to go for the longer route because they want you in that ecosystem. And that's why games, even single-player games, are starting to offer microtransactions more because they want... Games are really expensive to make where... $60 for a really long game usually isn't enough in the game to cover the cost. Yeah. Like that game should technically be worth even when you count inflation, inflation games should be costing more. Yes. Right off the bat in general, yep. right? Totally agree. Oh. Yeah, for for me Assassin's Creed is a great one and you you are right. I hate it when a game locks me out of its main quest. Like that's one of my biggest pet peeves of a game. Do not force me to do something I don't want to do when I'm on this journey of main questing. Like, and, mm-hmm. and that's mainly in a lot of RPGs and stuff like that. But a, a well-designed game, for me, allows me to do what I want at my own pace. And there is enough there for me to go, I don't actually want to do that. But I could if I wanted to. And I think that's what you're sort of getting at as well. Which, I'm trying to think of the last game that I've played... Um, Gears Tactics. Gears Tactics is a, a mm. good example for me, where it's like I just wanted to play that game and do its main story. I understood mm. why I was being forced to do side quests, and they were side quests with a little bit of story too, and they kind of it made sense why you was doing them. But it was frustrating because it was just a case of I just want to see this story, and if I want to carry on playing this game and leveling out my team to the best abilities and the best uh, gear and the best this that and the other. That should be my prerogative. I never feel like a game should force me to, to if I want if this game is only ten hours of story, then let me experience that ten hours of story, and then let me make up my mind if I want to go through and get nitty gritty with it and start grinding out gear and stuff like that. But I I do really dislike it when games force you to do things that you don't necessarily want to do, which it could be side quests, it could be challenges, it could be time things, whatever that may be. Like, I just, it does frustrate me. It really does. But the question is mainly about a blanket statement of, are games too long? If just from a from a, a yes-no standpoint, Chris, where do you stand on that? Are video games too long? Um, wow. Uh, yeah, in the sense... This is kind of hard because I say yes because I think there's a lot of open world games and I think we're getting a little bit too much of those and yep. those tend to be long. Um, but at the same time, people will buy an open world game and just sort of invest on it. Pers- so my answer is personally yes. Yeah. Realistically, no. I don't think games are too long because a lot of people buy one or two games a year 
and that that is it that is all they buy yeah i hear you and you're speaking for the casual the more casual of the audience i think for me it's just a blanket statement yes games video games are too long i find myself maybe and maybe it's as i'm getting old or maybe i'm getting jaded or maybe it's just i want to keep experiencing new experiences and again, from my position of privilege of getting video games for free and stuff like that. So I'm not worrying about the $60, $40, $20 price tag that comes along with all these. But I just go, I'm nine times, no, not nine times out of ten, that's too much. But very often I go, all right, I could be done here. Because it's mm. my job, I carry on, don't get me wrong. But very often I get to games where I'm like, I see where this is going or... I've already enjoyed this gameplay gameplay loop enough that I just don't need more of this. And I could do with it slowing down. Again, Last of Us, perfect example. Think the game's amazing. Think it's fantastic. Did think it was too long. Did think there were certain points that I was just constantly always walking. Always walking. I'm always, you're, I'm here and we're going to go on a very long journey to this place. And it's like, I understand what the game was doing, but it was just a case of, can we just get there already? I want to get there. I want to get there. And that game's very well designed in... It, it's purposely designed in that way. But just one of my pet peeves in video games in general where it's like, we're going up that mountain. Okay, cool. Just take me up the mountain. Not... Unless it's going to be a really fantastic journey getting up that mountain. Speed this along I, a little bit. Yeah. Um. I... I think there's a discussion to be had about Last of Us and not a place. Yeah, to not a place here. Yeah. This is the place to talk about no. it. Um, I think Red Dead Redemption is a great example of it. Yep. Everything is just super long. It's yep. super realistic. That's a that's right? a way better example. Chris has got to wake up for the podcast, everyone. <laughs> um, no, I agree. But, uh, I, I think Red yeah, Dead no, no. Red Dead's the perfect example, actually. Like Which a lot of people talk about how good the game is, and it absolutely is. It's super realistic. Yep. Um, it's just too long. Everything I do, like when you go into the camp, you have to walk slowly. That is too long. Yep. I sh I want to just run around and be able to do what I need to do. Yep. Um, and I think that's really important. I think small stuff like that help pacing a lot. Yeah. And maybe that's something that developers need to look more into. Possibly like break that immersion a little bit yeah. because yeah. the player doesn't necessarily care about it. The player will live in the fantasy world no matter what, most times. Yeah, Red Dead's the perfect example. Just dropping out the horse. You know how much I hate that yeah. goddamn horse. Just running into a tiny brick and the horse breaking its damn legs every two oh, seconds. Uh... You're just like, I get it. It's realistic, but it's not fun. And video games are meant yeah. to be fun. Yeah. Well, I think so. I, don't... I, I think video games are meant to be fun. That's a conversation for a different Yeah. Day. Yeah. I I, yeah. That's... Yeah, that's a really interesting conversation because I 100% disagree with that. Well, we'll do it another time, shall we? We'll do it yeah. another time. Chris, what have you been playing, dude? What's been in your goddamn box this week? Um, I'm going to ignore the game that we're talking about later, right? Yep. Wait, did you play it? Uh, yeah. Ha! On Game Pass. Oh, are we both talking about Nightcore, right? Yes. Okay, cool. All right, fine. Carry on. Oh, nah, okay, yeah. Yeah. Um, I played a game, West of Dead. Oh, I got a code for that. Yeah, yeah. it's on Game Pass. Okay. Um, it is, it's a lot of fun. It's Dead Cells, but a top-down cowboy game. Yeah. Um, it is fun. It's a lot of fun. Um, I, I think it does some stuff different than Dead Cells. I haven't fought a boss in that game yet. I've done five or six runs. Uh, I like the way it works. You pick 
it's exactly like Dead Cells in a isometric type of game. Wow. Um, I recommend people trying it if you like Dead Cells. It was a fun time. I don't really have much more to say than that. Fair enough. Fair enough. I've been playing more COD, which is of obvious. Course. Obvious. More wins, obviously. Almost up to 15. Mm. Um, the new update just come out today. 200 people. 200 yeah, people. I saw that. Um, they've added new contracts. They've added new guns. So I'm like, okay, I'll see. I'll see. It's still got mm. me. It's still got me. It's starting to, to wear thinner day mm. by day. But I also think that's because I'm playing solo. Anytime I play solo, the, the light starts just twindling out a little bit more. Every time. You gotta snuff out the light fix. No, I don't want to. Because what else am I going to play? Just play it in the dark. Ah. The light can't dwindle away if you snuff out the light. Don't think that's what I meant, but sure. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll allow it this time. I understand that I, that I messed it up, but... <laughs> <laughs> uh, anything else you've been playing? Um, smite a little bit of apex. Waiting for that's that. About waiting it, for that really. crossplay. For apex. Yeah, that's what my chat said to me. Oh, do you want to play apex? I was like, hell no, I don't want to play apex. Like you're playing. Even at crossplay, no, that's that's not for you. I don't think I have a choice. Ah, uh, you always have a choice. I wish. I wish that was true. I wish that was true. Ah, you always have a choice. I do have a choice. Warzone right. or Apex. Yeah, but I I think I'm getting to that point with Warzone where I'm like... Where you're like, I need, I need to change, to change it, something. Even if it's for a little bit. Exactly. exactly. That makes sense. We're doing a new thing on the stream, though, where like I'll play my main game in the mornings. Lunchtime, mm. we'll do lunchtime with Fix, where we watch Worth It and all that stuff. And then uh, in the afternoon, we'll play in something else. Like We played Nightcall on stream. And uh, we'll talk about that in a little bit. But yeah, it was just a very, very interesting experience nonetheless. Should we get to fix this suck? Sure. Let's do it. How do you think 343 Industries' way of handling Halo Infinite story will be perceived by the wider gaming audience? Halo 5 ends on a cliffhanger, as the universe is being held at gunpoint by Cortana. Spoilers. Halo Infinite takes... I did not know that. I've got to be deadly serious with you. I did not know. I, I did not know any of that. Not that... Let's get it very clear. If, you, if you're listening to an Xbox podcast and you care about Halo and you didn't know that, do not come shouting at me about spoilers. You should have played that game by now. That's on you. True. It's on Game Pass. Exactly. Shame on you for not having Game Pass. Not or, really. Or not stuff. using it. Or not using it. Or not using it. Yeah, true. Um, uh, Katana. Halo Infinite takes place three years after that. In that time, a lot has happened in the universe. Halo's bad blood story. Halo's shadow reach story. Halo's 2, for example. Most of which... Uh, Halo- Wait. Is Halo 5 a prequel? Uh, I don't know how many of these stories. I think Halo 5 came up before most of these stories. Oh, okay. Hey, uh, Halo, uh, sorry. Most of uh, which, hey, uh, sorry. Most of which the average, ha- thank you, Zyger. Most of which the average Halo fan wouldn't know as most Halo fans don't read the books or play the spin-off titles. How do you think fans are going to react to a sudden three-year gap story between games? How can 343 better explain the events that happen in between games so far who don't consume the extra content uh, content don't feel lost from Zyga 1337 Chris you better answer this uh, question because you know I ain't going treat, to uh, treat all the content as if it's new information to the player Yeah, don't talk about it like it's existing that's what Halo 4 did a lot because uh, Halo 4's whole story was stuff that was from the books and all that stuff 
and it was all treated as if the players should know this stuff. Just treat the players stupid, in all honesty. Um, have a well-written story. Is this not even really stupid, though, is it? Like, I'm not stupid for not knowing those stories. I just no, don't know them. I, it's, you've, got, I you've got to be a bit more hand-holdy with it, which is like... I understand, yeah. From from This is what I'm... Me, as someone who is semi-excited for Halo Infinite, right? Yeah. I'm expecting the game to open up with everything that has happened in Halo. Generally, that's what I'm... If they're, they're making such a big deal about this being the Halo game that is launching with the Series X and this is the new start for Halo and stuff like that. So I'm expecting not just the, the, the Halo Bad Blood story and Halo Shadow of Reach story. I'm expecting Halo 1, 2, 3, 4, 5 and all this side content. I want it all wrapped up and put in a nice bow. And then here's this game that takes place three years in the future and goes now experience it with all that knowledge we've just given you in a five minute ten minute quick roundup you know what they do in some games like gears gears tactics did it does it at the start of gears where it's like this is what's happened all right here we go um i don't know if that would necessarily work why i don't i don't even think you need to do that why because like, I, I feel like that's too much information you don't think but do you not think it's with this being infinite and taking place three years after everything else the player needs to know what's going on in that world right so what about the new players who have never played halo at all they... that's what i'm saying i think you have to have a well-written and well-paced story oh okay. make the make the character like make master chief shine again right make you attach to master chief and give you the story that progressively gives you information all relative information right okay i don't think you need to have it as one big blurb in the beginning because what happens if I? it takes me a week, two weeks to play it? What happens if three to four days, I don't remember what happened in that blurb in the beginning? And they don't really touch on that anymore. Got ya. Okay. So you think I it think needs you... to be it needs to be something that's very persistent through the story, which is like, oh, I'm just using this for an example. I don't know. And it's like, oh, do you remember when this happened? Buh, 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 buh. Cool. Carry yeah, on. Yeah, obviously. On. A little yeah. conversation as you're walking through a corridor or something like that. Or... Yeah, obviously. I don't know. Better word than, hey, do you remember when yeah, this no, happened? No, yeah. Obvi no, no. Obviously, yeah, better, better writer than my stupid head can come up with on this podcast. Yeah. But you understand the premise of what I'm trying to yeah. say, which is like, tell it to us in the story that's already being told while telling us a bigger story as well as. Yes, absolutely. Come on, give me some. That, also, that oh. also helps people stay connected to the story from point to point, right? Where you are getting these like little mini info, you're getting little blurbs of information about the world, right? It'll be it'll have been sometimes from past games, books, and all that stuff, but it is still information about the world that keeps you attached and maybe get even more invested in the universe itself. Got you. They they have to handle this Halo game so well, like there's yeah. so much pressure on this next Halo game because it is the one that I feel like. I feel like from an esports point of view, people are waiting for it. I feel like from a story point of view, people have not been happy with the Halo story for a little while now from from just people that come into my Twitch chat. Um, and then for me, for a new fan, which again, I say new fan, even though I've beat most of the games, uh, but from a new fan's point of view, where I'm like, okay, show me why I should care. There's so much hanging on this new Halo. There really is. I mean, I'm really excited to see it this, this month, to be honest with you, to see the new stuff. And, uh, yeah, should should be really, really interesting. There was another question we got about Halo Crash, so I want to quickly get it. Um, okay. Or can you get it, actually? Because I can't come out of Discord because I've got us both on. It's in... Um, 
it's in the podcast talk in my Discord from um, oh. uh, Millie Midas. He asked about something that was in the teaser. Again, I watched the teaser. Obviously, I didn't understand any of it. Um, but he asked about a certain character. So I feel like we should definitely, or, or characters, or, or oh, race. Oh, banished. So, so what, read the question for me, and then we can go from there. Uh, do you think bring the banished into the mainline Halo games is a good choice? So. Number one, this is a question for you, obviously. I, I, I can somewhat answer this because I asked Ben because I was confused. Oh, okay. Um, the Banished, and I might get this wrong, so don't crucify me. Um, the Banished <laughs> Wait, what's your Twitter? Are... What's your Twitter account? Uh... <laughs> At Russian Plays. Um, the Banished are uh, part of the Covenant that separated from the Covenant. They're brutes. They're bad guys. Well, I, I understood that part that they were bad guys, Crush. But uh, is so are they? So are they not in any of the previous? You remember games, what brutes then? are? I think they appear in Halo Two. Crush. I remember what grunts are. Brute, brutes are the big guys. The bigger ones. The bigger ones that usually have that'll have the sword sometimes with the grav hammer. Mm. Doesn't doesn't ring a bell. I've got. Okay, well, I've, I'm Somebody being serious. I'm, oh, plenty of people know. We're the idiots in this conversation. <laughs> people are shouting in their cars right now. I was like, "You're idiots! How the hell if you had an Xbox podcast for the last 250 weeks? You morons!" I understand. Don't get me wrong, but ask me mm. something about gears. Ask me something about sunset. Do you want me to ask you something about gears? No, because you're really nerdy about gears as well. So maybe okay. I, I might get that wrong as well. So that scared me. <laughs> okay. but no, don't, don't. Um. Are you excited for this new Halo game, Crush? I'm excited to see what they do with it. I'll, I know for a fact I will at least get some enjoyment out of the multiplayer. Yep. Um, It'll have the custom modes, which is really fun in Halo. Yep. That'll take a little bit to pe for people to make the games and all that stuff, but that'll be fun to look forward to down the line. Um, I'm interested in the story. Interested is a very you're you not know, hyped. I'm using that word you're specifically. Not you're not hyped. Why are you saying I'm not hyped? I just don't feel you're hyped. I don't okay. feel I don't feel I, like you're I excited it, for it. Okay. Interested what word is not I use? interested. Interested. Mm -hmm. I'm excited for the multiplayer. No, I'm I'm not on the okay. Talk to me about the story. You're excited for the story. Of course, we got Master Chief back. No, you're, you talk space. so much He's shit. Shooting. He's such got... a liar. <laughs> such a liar. He's on his way to try and get Cortana back. You know, crazy stuff's happening. Crazy. I don't know if he's going to get Cortana back. I no, no she's clue. evil. I found that like 10 seconds ago. Facts. Yeah, you know what? She's ghosting him now. <laughs> she's like, yeah. pretty messed up. <laughs> Can't pick up the phone. My bad. Uh, moving on to our next question is, uh, how far do you think the integration with Facebook gaming is going to be, uh, going to be, is going to go, especially with the upcoming, uh, upcoming Series X from Paul Despawn? They've already confirmed that they're not touching Facebook gaming on the new Xbox. They said the, the integration, we're not going to be getting that, um, on the dashboard or or anything like that i'm sure i i'm sure they will figure out a way to let you stream uh from your series x to facebook gaming i'm sure they will figure that out but other than that i don't think there's gonna be anything else thankfully yeah no i agree i i wouldn't want facebook integration i think that was one of like the biggest things i think we had talked about it in terms of like a streaming will they let you stream to facebook from xbox yeah. i don't think we mentioned it last week actually did we talk about it off podcast? Probably. More than likely. Okay. Yeah. Um, I, I, where it's like 
I'm sure that Facebook will probably make an app or something like that, but I don't think it'll be an Xbox focus. Yeah, I, I think Aaron Greenberg was. I think it must have been Aaron. I think it was Aaron Greenberg who said it. I think and Samuel as well, who works for Xbox on, uh, both said that they're currently not. It's not something that's going to be on the forefront of the dashboard and stuff like that, which I'm mm-hmm. so thankful for. So thankful for. Yeah. That's almost that's this month fresh that dies twenty second of July mixer done gone crazy. Let me ask you something because I was talking about on chat the other day as someone who is who is a streamer of just mm. like myself. How do you feel about all these mixer streamers coming over and getting partnered just by showing their mixer stats? How um, how how does that make you feel? As someone who's been on the platform, I think you've been on the platform it... five years. I've been on it six. Like, does it make you feel any type of way knowing that they're able to just transition over and get partnered? No. I think it's in mix. I think it's in Twitch's best interest to do that. I think. Um, I don't think it's beneficial to a lot of mixer partners that come over and get partnered right away. They can't carry over their audience. Yeah. Because I do think if you have partner status, and you're not able to hit high numbers that looks worse than if you're you just come over and you're like hey i'm from mixer yada 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 yeah um, um I, i've said i've said i'm quite envious i'm not because we we're going for it on chat i think i said jealous at first and then i was like jealous is an ugly word um so we went with envious i just i don't know there's a part of me it's just like wow like i'm and i'm at the best i've had the best month on twitch that i've ever had i'm at 900 plus subs um my concurrence are up my my engagement up everything's up right but i don't know it just feels weird to like see like someone who's got like 300 followers on twitter or 200 subscribers on youtube and they do take all of that into account when you get partnered with this transition period and i'm just like well what about me i've been doing this for so long and i've been helping build this platform and along with anybody else that's been streaming on it yet these let mixer streamers can just come over and just be like all right well here's my stats and we all know from the the channel one stuff you could get a hundred followers just off that every time that happened or that would include some of your view counts and stuff like that it's like it just seems a little bit disingenuous i just i don't know it's it just envious definitely envious i'm not i'm not angry at the streamer i'm not even angry i'm not really angry at anyone i think it's just my own little bias in me like oh well i've been doing this why why do they get that head start if you know what i mean yeah i i get that i i generally i don't feel it personally yeah because yeah. i'm like they also whether they got it easier because they were on mixer i still think they still had to put effort to get it right they still lost their platform and then yeah, they like at I, the end I, of the day. and i think if it was the other way around i would want people to want to help me as well so yeah i totally get it totally for some of the for, for some of these mixer streamers it's the best thing that ever happened to them Oh yeah, they have like higher sub counts. Their sub counts like are higher. Their full, uh, view counts are higher. Twitch is a better platform. Just as a overall, it's a better platform. Like then they become Twitch partners, which means when they go to TwitchCon, they can get into the TwitchCon part, uh, party. Like some of these streamers are going to be living it up. But the problem is, there's a lot of them that are now struggling on Mixer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh no! Yeah, sorry, and, on Twitch. Now they've moved over. Yeah. They're not getting their average of if they're saying average in twenty twenty. Now they're not even averaging that. It's like, oh, mm-hmm. that hurts. And you have to remember that this is a high, and that sometimes it's going to go down. Yep, I keep, tra- point, I keep trying even, to remind people that even these people who have like these crazy view counts and crazy sub counts, like, yep. oh my god, I never thought I'd get any of this. Yada yada yada. Yeah, it will die down at some point, and 
are they going to be prepared for that? I hope so. I am. I keep telling. I keep telling. Yeah, you keep, you every, every time every... I talk to you, you just mention like it'll end at some point. Yep. And it will. Moving on, let's get some predictions for the July event from is it Anubis? Three one six. Anubis. Anubis. You got any predictions? How you feeling? How where's your where's your radar oh. meter on this July event? Xbox's July event is happening. We yeah. know, we know it's happening this month. How, where where are your where are your hype levels starting off? Where are they for this? Um, whew, my hype levels are. I'm not. Expe- I'm gonna be honest. I'm expecting three games. I'm expecting Halo. Okay. I'm expecting Fable, and I'm expecting some new game. That's about it. That's where my hype levels are. I'm trying not to get hyped for this. So you're deliberately tempering your expectations because you don't want to get disappointed. Yes. Which is the right thing to do, by the way. Let me yes. tell you. But it's getting it's more difficult. It's getting more difficult the closer I get. Uh-huh. And it's like, oh, Microsoft's got to show something. This got to be like this. This event has to be popping, right? Did, did you see the quote that come out from an interview Phil Spencer did of him saying that after watching Sony's event, he's like very he's very confident in their july event and stuff uh what else is he supposed to say that i'm I'm gonna be honest like i love phil i think he's great for xbox but whenever like quotes like that come out it's like oh xbox guy is doing xbox thing that's what he's supposed to do it gets me it doesn't hype me up it gets me it doesn't get me it gets me hype man it gets me hype it gets me i'm so uh, i'm so ready so what (laughs) quite uh what if the event comes and they show all the all the first party games that the studios are working on. Yeah. How hype would that be? For me? Yeah. Extremely hype. Because then I can like, you know, when I get into these fanware wars with people, I can actually go, Well, we've got this coming and we have this coming and we have this coming and we have this and all coming your, and we have this and coming. And all your Sony games are all launch exclusives. They're not though. Well, time exclusives. <laughs> Apart yeah. from first party. Um I don't I I my hype level I'm I'm very hyped for it. I am now. I'm probably at like a solid eight eight now. Just because we know new hardware, we're gonna we're gonna we're getting we're gonna get into that a bit later. But pretty much all but confirmed that the Series S is gonna be there. So we're gonna get to see what that thing looks like, what it can do, specs for that. I reckon we're gonna get a price on the Series X. Um, yeah. So let's let's go let's do predictions. Let's just go let's do let's do three and then because we're probably gonna do a prediction show before that. So let's just do three off the top of our head and then the next before we know the event the week before, we'll do a like a full five one or something. Maybe get some more people on. So okay. three off the cuff, off your head, predictions, go. Number one, what would be yours? We're gonna see Fable. Fable confirmed is happening. Done by playground? The... Yes. Done by I playground. Think gameplay. Yeah, I think we see a trailer. Um, Releasing when? Window? We get a window? We get a day? Holiday? I think it's holiday. Hol- what? This year? I, th- I think year? it locks with the console this year. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, I think we see the price. I feel mm. I, I've I've been back and forward on this in my head. I feel like they've got the price where they want it. That the pressure's all going to be on Sony now. I feel like mm. they want to put that pressure on Sony. The only problem with them releasing the price first is it allows them to move. Yeah, I don't think they're going to release the price. Okay. Only because the 
S is supposed to be revealed in August. Yeah. And I don't think they release the price before they show the S. Interesting. Yeah. So you think we're going to have two, like Sony, we have two consoles out there that we're all excited for, but no one knows the damn price for these things. And then well, that's the next big hype moment is the price for these things. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, basically. Because I, I do think that they're both going to hold it. I think they both know generally what price they're going to Oh, go. of course, of course. That's business. Yeah. Yeah, and they're just like, we're just going to hold it. Because like, who, if, if you come out at the same price, whoever goes first wins. But if you come out the first price and the other person is able to undercut you, then you absolutely lose. Yeah. Right? So you have to be really confident that your price can't be beat. $400, baby. Not gonna happen. It's gonna be 500. So, so if one's away, it's gonna be 500. Bro, 400 would be hype. 400, oh, I'd be it very would be happy. very hype. I'd be very happy. And PlayStation come out of six. Never <laughs> happening. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's my that's one one. What you got? And if what else you got on the top of your head? Oh, uh, let's see. Let's see. Um, I think we get Halo Infinite gameplay in a date. We already know that's happening. That's not, that's not a prediction. That's not a prediction. That is definitely a prediction. That's not a prediction. So if you get a date, that means you're getting the release date of the console. So you're predicting the console's getting a release date. Nope. Yes. It launches with the console. Uh, that's confirmed. You know this, but Halo Infinite is also going to be on the Xbox One. Look, I'm trying to dig myself out of this. You can't. And I want to be right. You're not so right. I'm just you're wrong. You know, I'm going to live in my fancy world right now. If you can just... In my fancy world, you don't speak to me. <laughs> And you just let me go on on the podcast, and I'm always correct. That's never happening. You're never going to have... Do you know how boring a podcast that would be? Yeah, I know. But it'd be fun for me. I mean, sure. Just, just, you're wrong. <laughs> you're wrong. You're wrong. All right? I am wrong, Simple. though. You, you're correct. Um, I don't know. I Beta date for Halo Infinite. Yeah, I, I can see that. I can definitely see that. I'm a multiplayer a beta. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. I, I, do they need a beta? They usually have betas. No, but that, that's. Do they need? I a beta? I understand it. For multiplayer, yes. Okay. After the the shit show what that was Master Chief Collection, which uh, is I a lot more I complicated. Even, uh, I don't even think the beta is necessarily for, um, for online, like connections and network and all that stuff. I think it is for like mechanics and like fine-tuning the game and all that stuff because halo is generally really good at putting out betas and then tuning it after people play it, get their hands and play it okay okay so. um i reckon dead rising is coming back i know i know no way. I, no they, they said they're working with third parties we know that there are third parties in this as well as much mm. as it's going to be first party heavy and focused i just feel like we're going to get a reboot for dead rising and I'm no gonna, way! And I'm gonna be so hyped for it. They already, I, I they already think, canceled Dead Rising Five, so I think you're overselling yourself on this. I think Xbox already tried that with the uh, Dead Rising Four, was it? That Dead was Rising? trash. That was trash, though. We gotta talk about that on this podcast. I'm just saying, like it's already that first strategy we tried. Let's try again. Crash your robot and you're frozen. Um, hello. <laughs> Crash is a robot um, and he's frozen. This is fun. This is what happens when you work in coronavirus. <laughs> this is what happens when he tried to tell me that my mic was wrong. It wasn't. It wasn't. Nonetheless, anyway, 
Um, <laughs> Christ, leave the podcast and come back. There we go. Hey guys, it's me, MC Fixer. How you all oh. doing? Hello. I'm gonna turn my camera on and I'm just gonna hope it doesn't break. Oh, there we go. We're good. Oh, oh, oh. Are we good? We're good. We're good. Carry on. So you actually no chance, zero chance of dead rising. Zero chance. I don't think there's a possibility. I actually, I think that if Microsoft were to show Dead Rising and you get your wish, I think that is a mistake. I don't think Dead Rising is in good standing. But Dead Rising, man. Yeah, no, not many people hold Dead Rising as like highly, in as high a position as you do. Yeah, but I do, and that's all that matters. I forgot, like, <laughs> Xbox's goal is all that MC Fixer guy runs my Xbox and me. We got to make him happy. For this podcast, that's all they need to do is make me happy. Yeah. Just make me True. happy. True. All right. Number three. Last one. What do you got? Um, We will see plenty of timed exclusives on Xbox. Just like PlayStation? Yep. How many would you say I think plenty? It... Three to five. Interesting. Damn, that's a lot. Because I, I think it's an easy way to bolster up your your lineup for your launch window without without actually having to have first parties develop for it. Because yeah. I don't think they'll have enough first party games ready. And I even if they did, I don't necessarily know if they'd want to sort of throw that all out there right away. Yeah, they well they definitely have a have a system in the way that works right with Game Pass now. It's like you can't just throw them all out there at once and hope something sticks. Obviously, the easy ones that we're not talking about is we're going to see a new Forza, like, obviously. Yeah. Um, do you think maybe we could see a new State of Decay? They've got mm, Undead. Uh, uh, gonna they be recently working. did an update. Yeah, they did an update for two. So I don't, I don't think so. I think they're going to keep upgrading, updating too. Fair enough. That could be why they don't touch Dead Rising as well, because they've got their own zombie franchise now. Mm, yeah. Nowhere near as good as uh, Dead Rising, but... What was so State of Decay two or the last Dead Rising game you played? <laughs> I didn't like either <laughs> of them. <laughs> well, there you go. Um, oh, probably Dead Rising. No way. Because yeah, because I I hated the multiplayer in State of Decay two, and that was one of the driving forces behind that game was play State of Decay with your friends, and then the way they did it was just okay. awful. And it really upset me. More than Dead Rising... you got to remember, Dead Rising 4, I didn't like. But what I hated about Dead Rising 4 was its DLC. Its DLC was atrocious. Remember, that's what broke me. As much as Dead Rising 4 wasn't great, the DLC is what broke me. Okay. 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 Moving on. Uh, last question in Fixer Sack. Remember, you can email in myxboxandmepodcast at gmail.com or... You can, you know, hit us up on the Twitters or post in the Discord. With Twitch banning Dr. Disrespect, do you think this is the only... Do you think this is only the beginning of Twitch finally getting their stuff together and trying to rid, get rid of toxic streamers on their platform from Mr. Moody? Chris, you can start if you want. Um, I, I think there's two things to point out here. One... um. We don't know why Dr. Disrespect got banned, which I think is really important. Um, and then two, yes, because they also they banned Donald Trump and they've been banning a lot of people as of late. Oh, can I just quickly interject? Just just to make things clear, I give Twitch a very hard time for some of their practices and their inconsistencies. 
They have got ridden of a lot of big streamers of that people won't know. Ice Poseidon's gone. Been gone for yeah. a long, long time. Like, Crash, wake up again, man. Seriously. <laughs> I apologize. Um, but yeah, for me, it's like, they've been getting rid of streamers who have been doing yeah. really bad things. Again, it's just, I, they, it, they're just they so inconsistent is their problem. They have to get more consistent with like their ban punishments and like suspensions and their stuff policies like that, right? yeah and it's where like they have to enforce it consistently and hopefully the council they have now is will Helping. be a fourth for that <laughs> yeah. hopefully but who knows because that's already off to a rocky start yeah um yeah i like i think this is good like i think this is a good step and the fact that it's dr disrespect actually says a lot but again we don't know why he was banned this is so this is where i wanted to go do you not think I, I don't know what he's done i don't even want to speculate on what he's done because i think it's totally unfair yeah. to speculate on what he's done or what he's been up to when the, the information is out there people are just not sharing it people know what he's done yeah do you not think it's unfair for twitch not to tell him why he's been banned though? i'm not yeah. i'm not, i don't know it's, okay it, go on it could be a legal reason that's what that's more than likely what it is Okay. is that something's happening and you have to cut communications with the person you don't like you don't talk to them you don't share with them because then you could ruin your own case who knows what he did and i think this is really important is we do not know what he did yeah we can judge we can be judge jury and executioner whatever you want to be after the fact after the information's out but we don't know what he did we don't know why twitch didn't tell him what he did we also don't know if twitch actually didn't tell him what he did yeah true we're just taking his tweet his word for by yeah. that which is all you can do though at this point yeah it's like we could twitch put out a statement he put out a statement his wife put out a statement so we know it has nothing to do because some people were like oh it's because he cheated on his wife whatever yeah. forever ago no. and it's like no it wasn't no. and if twitch did that i think it'd be a stupid reason to ban him. of course um not saying that people should cheat on their wife or anything like that but that's no, but it, that's a personal issue not a business issue and exactly like exactly um yeah but I, yeah like i, I it just it's really hard not knowing the information to even have a t have an opinion on it, to be honest with yeah, you. And it's... I just don't think it's fair to speculate on what he might yeah. have done. So yeah, it's um, like I, I, but I don't probably. I... Go on. So the reason he got banned is probably pretty bad, but who knows if it's true? Because a lot of people are saying like, I have the information. It's really bad. I'm not going to mention it, which means probably if they were to say it and it's false, they could be sued for liability. One hundred percent. Or defamation and all that yep. stuff. So. I don't know. It's too early to say anything. We will that. talk on the matter once we know more information. Is what I'll say, Moody. Um, I don't think this changes Twitch too much, but I do think other streamers should be worried because if this is just a case of, um, let's say it's a case of sexual predatory behavior, let's say, um, banning the biggest streamer that makes you a t one of the biggest streamers that makes you a lot of money is perfect. It's good because it means no one is untouchable. Mm. but until yeah. there's more information i'm not saying it anymore yeah no i uh i agree yeah fair enough chris fair enough well i love how they're silent um, remember I've, i i got i got, I'm trying, I, got write, I got i got i'm trying to write the time code because you know you asked me to write the time code all i'm saying I... is all i'm saying is i got a tweet telling me how i shouldn't step on your segment yeah. and i shouldn't do it so there you go new this week is the segment we're about to do 
Uh, Fix, did you did you uh, did you happen to play your game? I did. I played. I so I chose this week. I chose Nightcall, uh, mm. which is mm. a it was the Paris game where you're in Paris and you're a cab yep. driver, and then yep. you're also a detective, and you've also been beaten up. And you, and yep. dude, honestly, we played the game on stream for about I would say about four or five hours, maybe a little bit less. It was really good. Like it's really good. Like I've had I had a really good time with it. So the premise of the game is oh the premise. Sorry about that, chat. And I've made the camera all big. Sorry, it was just on your face for a second there, Grish. Nice. <laughs> um, I hit it with my watch. I'm sorry. The premise of the game is that you're a cab driver and mm. you've been beaten up and you have then been pulled in by the FBI. Let's say of uh, in france to interrogate the people that you pick up to get more information on cases that you're doing yeah that's the, it's clearly that's not the, very legal no what you're doing is illegal yeah. of course but the game the so the, the game is that you have time management you have money and um and then it's all dialogue it's all dialogue based and you you pick who yeah. you pick up in your cab and then you get to choose to stay silent or ask questions or just hear these people's stories and i think that was what sort of touched me the most is as much as there are scummy people that get in your car and there are there are uh i don't want to spoil it too much but like ghosts and animals oh. and all sorts of things that get in your mm. vehicle that i'll say that much right and it just it's just just hearing some of the stories and, and why, why i say hearing i mean reading some of the stories and i was sort of role-playing it a bit more where i was getting into not in like a joking matter because some of the stories are quite heavy but it was kind of cool to be a cab driver and just hear these people's stories but also know that i need to get information out of the ones that i need to to move along yeah uh my cases and for me not to be going to prison or getting in trouble and just the whole premise and the art style is really good um and it just yeah, it was just a lot of fun dude you you played it as well right yeah so i i had picked yes your grace we couldn't get a code for that no so i played nick hall yeah uh yeah i absolutely agree i was not i was expecting it to be an interesting game i wasn't expecting it to be that good yeah where I, it's actually like one of the highlights of games I've played this, this year, year so far. One hundred percent with you. I'm a hundred percent with you. Yeah, um, I I like the management side of things. I like where you're being a detective and yeah. you're like putting the pieces together and you go to the board and then you can move the yeah. stuff around to like help you better management. Yeah, it just it all feels really good. The art style is really cool. At first, I was off put by the fact that no voice acting. Yeah, but once you start playing the game, it's like. I get why there's no voice acting because you, you need, are picking up a lot of people. Do you know how many voice actors you'd need for that game? Yeah. Like it'd yeah, be ridiculous. It'd be ridiculous. Um but yeah, it just it's super immersive. Like as soon mm. as you if you buy into the role that you are a cab driver and again i don't really want to go into any more details about who you are because that's important as well and your ethnicity yeah. and things like that like all of that it all comes into play it's on game pass xbox game pass you can pick it up right now it's definitely worth your time if you if you if you have a spare few hours and you want to get lost in like hearing some some stories diverse stories and just stories that are, are not your everyday stories probably from where you're from Nightcall is a fantastic one. There was the decision I got 
with a certain person, whether to steal something or not, after having this deep and meaningful conversation with them. And mm. I was just like, me and the, I think what definitely amplified it for me is I planned it with chat. So I was planning it very slowly and letting chat have an input on what was going on as well. And that definitely helped, but that wasn't like the crux of it. Like this wasn't a game that I know I could have played this on my own and still felt the emotion that I felt in most of these stories. And yeah, it was just really interesting. I'm still on my first case. I've not even touched the other yeah. ones. It's very lengthy. Very. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, but I'm looking forward to beating it and finishing it and and seeing where it sits on my top ten this year. Because I think it'll be up there. I I do as well, actually. Yeah. Um it's it's so it's such a unique game. Yeah, I think. Totally I don't agree. think I've played anything like it. I don't. I. I it's. It, it is a really good blend of puzzle, time management, and just good storytelling. And general. money management. Yes. Yeah. And money management. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I just okay. there's a line. It's just like don't get sacked, and I'm like, why is that important? And, yeah. and then like it's like, oh, I see why this is important. I need money. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That, oh, there's more I want to talk about, but everything you say about that game is a spoiler. Yes, I don't think you can talk much about it. I hope we've done a good job of selling it to you guys. Definitely go and check out Night Call. Play it. Please. It's on Game Pass. If you have Game Pass and you're not playing it, play it. Download yeah. it. And I did reach out to reach out to uh, the people that made Yes Your Grace and the publisher, and they they were emailing me for eight. I went back and checked through my emails. They've been emailing me forever to play this game, and then when I reached out for codes for it, they were like just ignored me. I was like, huh. That sucks, but I tried. I tried. All right, moving on to next week on Xbox from June 30th to July 3rd. First up, we have Hunting Simulator 2 coming out June 30th. With your hunting dog by your side, explore the Texan desert and forests of Colorado and Europe as you track down 33 animal species. Choose your gear from over 160 official weapons, accessories, and clothing items, including Browning, Winchester, and Bun shell. Pre-order now to receive a bonus weapon, the premium Beretta 486 shotgun by Mark Newsom. Um, that's Hunting Hunting Simulator 2, June 30th. <laughs> uh, July 2nd, we have the Otterman Empire coming out. P- good pun on words there. An intense quick-fire party shooter with jetpacks set in a world where otters rule you must gear up strap on your jetpack and travel across the galaxy in havoc causing party game mayhem with rapidly changing game modes eight customizable characters and game changing hazards no round of the otterman empire will ever be the same that is the otterman empire coming out july 2nd on july 3rd we have alfadia alfadia genesis i think it's xbox play anywhere Having been at peace for only 15 years since the end of the Energy War, the kingdoms of Arklane and Galzabine are once again thrust onto center stage after murder perpetrated by a clone comes to light. Engage in intense 3D turn-based combat and beautifully rendered visuals, vibrant energy, and break skills. That is Alphadia Genesis coming July 3rd. And then again, on July 3rd, Demolish and Build. Demolish and Build offers four huge locations in which we can construct or destroy buildings. We play as an owner of a construction dis- construction destruction company, and our employees can use various tools such as hammers, but they can also use smaller or bigger machines such as diggers, bulldozers, cranes, or a remote-controlled robot that can work in the most harsh conditions 
inaccessible and dangerous places. As someone who That's... played the decorating game. I know, you excited for that? I, I know where I'm leaning. I know where I'm leaning. Okay. Uh, that's Demolition Build July 3rd. Uh, July 3rd again. Clash Force. The evil Crackman and his minions are causing mayhem, and only Clash Force is up to the task of stopping his fiendish plans. Guide Voom, Scorpido, or Ekid through forest bases, Hydro field deserts, underground mines, and eventually to Crackman's Flying Fortress, where the final battle will unfold in this love letter to the classic 8-bit run-and-gun action games and 80s cartoons. That is Clash Force July 3rd. Fair enough. Um, where you lean? Light week this week. Light week this yes. week. And I'll be honest with you. I can't say any of them are like, ah, oh, I've got, you know, with yeah. Nightcall. Nightcall. And uh, I didn't get to play Session, but Nightcore and Session, I was like, those are games I want to play. Nah. Yeah. I picked first last time, so it's on you. Um, yeah. Uh, I will pick the Otterman Empire. Fair enough. The uh, Intace Quickfire Party Shooter. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I will, I will write it down on my little notepad to see what I can do. The Otterman Empire. Huh. Well, good luck. Why well, pick the destruction game? I I figured, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, you know me. I've got destruction, uh, demolition, build. I will. I'm picking that. This will be good at one of those things at least. The destruction part, the building part, no yeah. chance, no chance. It's just like when I did. Uh, what was it that game called? Um. What was it called? The house repair game. Yeah, but what's it called? I don't remember. Home no, repair. No. Home repair, repair homes, home homer. Yeah, I don't remember. But yeah, it was a good game. I enjoyed Planet. So I should mm. go back to that at some point, to be honest. Because it was a lot of fun. Moving on, this week's dashboard to our news. Gresh, I didn't add two things to the news this week. Two big things before we get into all this. Okay. Um, number one, do you have any thoughts on the cyberpunk content that was shown? So obviously they did the Night City um, cyberpunk showing. Um do you have any thoughts on that? Yeah, um, it didn't sell me on the game. Like, I'm already excited for it. It didn't do any more of a job of getting me more hyped for it. Yeah. It actually... I watched raw gameplay. There's 20 minutes, about 20 minutes in total of, like, raw gameplay. Uh, and it's, like, bits and pieces here and there. And I actually regret watching that, because watching that did the opposite for me. Where I don't think... Um, you see developers play it, and developers don't aren't necessarily the best at playing their games. Because they like to do the slow walk. Well, they're showing it off. Their, jo their job is to show like, it off, yeah. Yeah, but that's generally never really appealing for the game. As For me. To for you, me, yeah. For me, it doesn't do much. Um, it looked really slow, and then they're cutting bits and pieces, and so it's not this one cohesive gameplay piece. Uh, so it, it did kind of the opposite, where it was like, I don't really necessarily like how this looked, and I'm 100% I'm chalking it up to... I'm watching dis disoriented gameplay of like here's this part where you're in the fight club and then five seconds later you're in a race uh, ch a car chase and all this stuff so I'm I'm just chalking it up to that. Um, but no, I I think the game looks good. I think it's going to be good. I don't think it'll be a bad game. Yeah, I think it's going to be you? bad and good. I I liked everything I saw. I loved it when they said. Um, I loved it when they said. 
that this was just the prelude, the prelogue part. This is just the start of mm. it. Everything they showed oh, yeah. was just from the beginning part. I then went and watched uh, Blessing's hands-on preview. He spoke about all the stuff he played, and he really sold it more to me. Blessing of Kind of Funny, by the way, uh, for those who are wondering. Um, and I was like, yeah, no, this sounds like a game that I'm super into. It's 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 Far Cry mixed with um, Fallout, mixed with Witcher, and all put into one into a cyber into cyberpunk. I'm like, yeah, no, that sounds to me that sounds amazing. Obviously, from what I saw at EGX as well, I know what I've seen looks amazing. Yeah. The one thing that did turn me off was the 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 memory stuff that they shown the the slow pace panning from video clips and very meticulously going through and i'm like oh and blessing said that he did that and it was very slow as well and i'm like i don't know if i'm going to like any of that i'm sure yeah. watching it through the first time i'm about oh, what happened but i don't i didn't love it in detroit become human i didn't like it in batman i don't think i'm gonna like it here it doesn't matter what bow you put on it i just don't think i care in that in that way and they're saying it's like that's the way they're going to be telling some of the stories as well so maybe I will care when it's a bunch of prostitutes and um, yeah. and they're I doing th- certain things. But the one they shown was very boring and very like, oh, okay, a guy got shot and we have to figure out how who it is that shot him. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Um, I liked it in Batman. Um, I do think that it being slow isn't a problem for me. I think how often they put it in front of you is going to be the problem. Like, how often are they going to put you into that? Is it going to be every other every other side quest main? I don't quest think it's even quest? side quest. They said it's not like it's not just a side piece of content. They no, said that during I, the thing, right? I under yeah yeah I understand that. I'm just saying like how often is it going to pop up? How often are we going to have to relive through other people's memories? Like I'm fine if like there's side content that you can do and it has that. And it's like okay, well, cool. I know yeah. that. I could avoid that, or I could just like focus on the main story first, and then or when I'm in all the mood, stuff. or when I'm in the mood to actually do that, I'll do that yeah um where like you'll start a quest i'm assuming you can like stop a quest midway through and it's like oh you have to go and do this the i forget what they call it in this um you have to go relive someone's memory and i'm like okay yeah yeah, i'm gonna stop there's a a certain word for it yeah they call it something and i can't remember it off the top of my head no i mean um and you just like step away from that until i'm like in the mood for that yeah uh that was like one takeaway um but yeah like it's more of what I expected for Cyberpunk. I'm already excited for this game. Uh, other than watching that raw gameplay, I, I'm more excited. I watched, uh, not more excited, I'm as excited. Uh, I liked what I heard from the previews that I listened. I watched uh, Alana Pierce did a Q&A. I listened to her q and I was like, okay, yeah, I, I'm good on this game. I know what it is. I'm ready for it. Yeah, so this was only the first episode that they've they've yeah. done of the night the night is it the night midnight city, I think it's called, or whatever they've called it. Um I'm like I don't really want to keep looking at it. I don't want to keep seeing more and more and more and more. Like with you saying it episode one means that to me it's gonna be three episodes. Minimum. Because if it's episode yeah. one, like and two, two like, it just, you that just do doesn't that. seem part one, part two. Yeah. Like I feel like you're gonna get three episodes minimum of this. I'm like, I just don't need it to be honest with you yeah um moving on from cyberpunk the other thing i didn't add onto the docket was um marvel's avengers so obviously they showed off more of marvel's avengers the war table stuff and we kind of know what that game is now i guess would be the best way to explain it right we know we know what it is which is a it's a single player marvel game where you have a single player story which also has missions that are 
multiplayer that have story in them as well where you're grinding out for loot for your marvel heroes where you can also get uh, costumes but also some of the costumes you can't just buy and you can't just earn you have to buy it with real money and it was just a bit i don't mind what's there it's gonna be a solid seven yeah i i have this issue with that game where i i enjoyed what i saw i just i don't know what the game wants to be right i don't like this like sort of divisive nature of like here's a co-op game but you're gonna have to do the campaign single player because that just reeks of uh, monster hunter to me and one of the worst things about monster yeah. hunter is that you have to go on the hunts by yourself first no but right? it's not even that it's not even, it's deeper than that though. I, I i understand yeah right? but i'm just saying like the feeling it gives Got me you. like me if me and jim pick up this game we can't go right into co-op no. we have to do single player missions unlock the co-op stuff and maybe there's like two or three co-op stuff and then we do that and it's like okay fix i'll see you in like a little bit i'm going see, to do some campaign see you in an hour i'm gonna go do the campaign and then we'll come back together and yeah yeah i i'd rather it's weird because i personally would rather not have like these big cutscenes and rather it all be co-op right like you have to cut the budget somewhere for that maybe and like i would take that and i understand that's not what most people would want yeah I, I think you either go one play one way. You go a really hardcore single player experience, or you do a co op experience. I don't think this mix match is ever gonna really feel good. I don't think you like, get a ten, think, you don't get a ten out of ten with that. It, it's no. going to feel too drastically different and disjointed as a game um, for you to get a not that ten out of ten means anything because about selling units, but from yeah. a critic's point of view, there's no way you this it already feels so disjointed yeah i i'm optimistic about it but i'm i it all it sounds so stupid and we said about anthem and we said about every bloody game this game was surface right it all matters on its end game what yeah. and that sounds super i like <laughs> funny because it's marvel as well and avengers end game but um it's all about its end game like what are you gonna have me continuously doing to grind until the next piece of content drops until the next marvel heroes is my best example of that right where it's like there's i loved marvel heroes of what i played and i know i was super late to it and that's why it probably died because enough people didn't play it but that's kind of what i want this to be and it's kind of looking like it's going to be that in third person and stuff Mm. but is there going to be enough there like i remember with marvel heroes me and Haley were going on regular oh we got to do our dailies are those dailies actually going to be interesting enough for me to want to do them? Yeah. And you have to remember, Marvel Heroes was out for a few years. Years, or years and years and years. Yeah. Yeah, I, I played it like... from like when it launched and afterwards. And it's like, they did a lot of work to that game. And I wonder how much they saw, they looked at Marvel Heroes and they were like, we're going to take that and that and that. Yeah. Or did they just go like, we're just going to make what, the game we want. And I think that would be a tremendous mistake from them. Although I would understand it, right? They want to make their game. They don't want to make Marvel Heroes 3D. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, so it, it, it well, it's is not an MMO. Of... It's not already not an MMO. So it's not It's not, yeah. It's not. not Marvel Heroes 3D, to be honest. No, um, no, that's fair. Yeah, um, I just, I, I like the I, idea of like building the heli character carrier back up. And I, I like yeah. what they're saying. I just wonder how good it's actually going to be in practice. I will say one thing that I dislike. Uh, when you go into co-op missions, they throw you with AI. If you I, haven't, if you haven't got friends to play with, yeah, you have to do yeah, the co-op I, missions. Yeah, I don't like that. I wish they had like a matchmaking function or something like that, which they might. To be fair, yeah, they but didn't say I it didn't have that. Yeah, but my my point is like, if me and you are playing and we don't want to matchmake with randoms and we're playing with AI, 
how does that work? Is it just oh. my AI? And does my AI level up? So, or how does that all that work, right? Oh, I didn't take it as that. I just took it as if there's two of us, we would just go in as a two. Where and if then you're, you're on your if, random AIs. No, and no random AIs. Oh, I, no, no. They that's said, how like, I took it. That's how I took it. I must be wrong. Oh, okay, yeah. that's. I'm pretty sure they said the squad will fill up. And maybe I, I hope I'm wrong about that. I'd be down if I was wrong about that. But that's how I understood it to be. Oh, yeah, that's a very good point. I don't want random AIs playing with us. Yeah, and I don't want. I, I don't like playing with random players either. Because, like, yeah. you guys aren't on the same page, right? Yeah. So it's just, I don't know. It's it's weird. It's off-putting. Um, I'm, I'm with you. I'm optimistic for it. Uh, I know I'm gonna. I'm I, more than likely to get it. I know I'm gonna get it. I know I'm gonna play it. I'm sure I'm gonna grind the hell out of it and stream it every day for God knows how long because of what it is. It's Marvel. People love Marvel. I love Marvel. Whatever. I just the 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 actual moments where gameplay doesn't look that interesting. It looks like square 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 uh, or XXX. I should say um, BBB. Why? xxx bbb why like it looks so formulaic it looks so basic it does and even with what they showed of like oh look at what you're gonna it still looks like it's gonna be just a different variation of what i just said it just doesn't yeah, I, it doesn't I, look interesting in it's combat at all i think this is where like because we haven't seen most of the abilities and this is maybe where like the skill tree will help that out mm -hmm. where it is like oh you can go for this build and you'll be focusing on ability based and maybe there is an auto attack build yeah that feels really good right yeah um but it's how much forethought have they put into that right how much effort did they put into making that feel good as opposed to having these characters and these cool abilities right well we know um, we know the voice acting is like the the cream of the crop in in terms of voice acting it's like was that where you guys went with voice actors and and try to make an interesting story instead of the game actually being interesting and well designed yeah yeah part of like the more i see of this game the more i'm like they should just made it a single player game yeah. and told their story yep totally um, agree but that isn't but gonna then, make a money long term yeah and it's no, very clear that this game is made to be a long-term avengers game the way they've modern no dlc and was ever growing uh, and just all of that like ugh. can we talk about the no dlc thing for a second i actually i'm not a fan of games live service games having the no dlc thing well there's no there's and, no contract there between you and the, the 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 publisher or the developer to say you're gonna keep getting content they stop the content when they want right no no, no. I, I absolutely understand this but what i mean is like games that tend to live for a long time and have the all the dlc are free all the characters we add they're all free you get them for free the problem with that tends to be that at some point during that game's life cycle they end up valuing cosmetics more than they do actual content 100%. because people aren't paying for content yep where this is actually something like i have issues with all i think it's one of the problems with that happened with Overwatch, why we stopped getting characters and why they started working on an Overwatch 2. Wasn't any reason other than like they stopped getting money from Overwatch. Probably. Um it, it's just I don't know, it's weird. Um I'm excited. I'm I'm looking forward to it, but I'm I'm I'm, I'm going lukewarm. to be weary of it. Yeah. Hundred percent. I totally agree. 
Next up, Xbox Series S will reportedly be revealed in August. A new report uh, claims that the much-rumoured Xbox Series X, or the Xbox Lockhart, will be revealed in August, after it was originally scheduled for an E3 announcement. According to Eurogamer sources, uh, Microsoft had originally pegged June as its announcement month uh, for the... uh, alleged lowered price thank you a lower price lowered powered version of the xbox series x using e3 uh showcase as a space to explain the console while showcasing uh, showing it playing the same next gen games as a more powerful console the site now reports that the s will get its own reveal presumably in the in an inside xbox showcase in august that supports previous virtual beats report some reports have also suggested that the xbox series s reveal was originally planned to remain in june to fit as part of the monthly updates branded by microsoft as xbox 2020 before being pushed back however eurogamer uh, says its sources indicate that this month series uh, of technical updates on elements like smart delivery was always planned for june so looks like it's going to be a real crash it's a real thing it's going to be yep. out there um from the reports from tom warren uh he says that it's the exact same gpu speed no yeah exact same gpu different cpu and it has ray tracing and it has so it's yeah so and then i saw another I, I, report i saw another report saying that it's just pretty much the 1080p box it's like hey mm. you want next gen games with an ssd and fast and blah 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 and looking amazing but at 1080p instead of 4k this is the box for you mm. how do you feel about that messaging because we've had this conversation about yeah. and a lot and snowball might disagree with me but i am still of the mind of most people do not own a 4k tv or a 4k monitor yeah. he disagrees with me and my twitter disagreed with me as well but um of the but those are all people who are super invested into gaming I try, so i tried to explain i tried to explain that i tried to explain they're not that. the majority you, you know what it's like you know what it's like okay, okay. Um, um is that a good idea to have a a a super box and a 1080p box I mean, yeah, I, I still, yes, I, I think that's a good idea, but I still worry about the mixed messaging, especially if it's supposed to be cheaper than the One X. Mm-hmm. And I, I assume they're going to stop making One Xs and those will be off the shelves at one yeah. point. But when this releases, does the One X drastically drop in price or what are they going to do with that? I don't think it matters at that point. You'll never see, you're never going to worry about the One X again. Right. But that's, the problem is the messaging, right? Because I think messaging is really important with this, especially with Microsoft, where they've they've messed up messaging from time to time. Yep. I, I do think that would be a misstep for them. I'm sure they have it calculated, and I'm sure they'll have an answer to this, right? Where they'll be like, oh, the One X is cheaper, or like whatever they decide to do, or maybe the Series S will be more expensive than we assume, right? Yeah. Because all we've gotten is the rumor that it's supposed to be half price, right? And we're assuming that it'll be 250 because we're assuming the console will be 500. Yeah. But what if the main Xbox console is 800 bucks? I'm not saying it's going to be. It's not but then you have it. a 400 console. Yeah. But it's not. No, I, I, don't, I don't think it'll be. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just putting I out like. Definitely a not good. I understand you. I understand yeah. You. Um, um, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm optimistic. Yeah. I'm optimistic I, about all this. We keep hearing, again, we keep hearing about how Xbox have got something up their sleeve for July, and we keep hearing about how 
they're ready to go. So we just got to believe that they've got the studios, they've got the console, the most powerful console out there. We just have to believe that they're yeah. going to do the right thing and they're going to they're going to message it right. I feel like it's just going to be an alternative, like an iPhone. And but that's what I find weird of it launching the same day. Of it should be an alternative, like you know the iPhone. They do the iPhone S's, which are the different coloured ones and stuff like that, which are like yeah. less powerful than than the numbered ones, but are still more powerful than the previous numbered one. That's what yeah. this is to me. So it's like I just don't see why it has to come out day and date with this series. And maybe it doesn't. Maybe we're maybe we're totally wrong. Maybe I'm I'm assuming it's going to be day and date. I feel like because we know what PlayStation are doing now, we're all like wondering what's going on. So yeah, I I think it'll be day and date. Yeah, because I think it's weird to show it off before. Like, I think if you were to announce it on a later date, you wait till either you're closer or till after the Series X comes out, and then you're like, "Oh, we have a Series S on the way." Yeah. For those of you guys who can't get it right now, and you guys can keep your One X, and you'll be fine. We have a Series S on the way, and it's going to be cheaper and Agree. it'll be more affordable for you guys. Yeah. Um, but then again, I don't think that's necessarily um, a good selling point. No, I don't think that that looks as good it might be better for the consumer but i don't think it looks as good yeah agreed totally agreed next up minecraft never update uh launches uh this one was taken from i uh, this wasn't taken from my agenda it was taken from my xbox and me uh written by zyga the ever expanding world of minecraft got even bigger today with the release of the newest update titled way of the never as the title suggested suggests this update focuses around the never for the unintended the never is a parallel dimension uh, to that of the overworld in minecraft that can only be accessed through a portal created by obsidian these dimensions is essentially these dimension is essentially a hellscape home uh, to some of the strongest mobs in the game the nether was always a higher level area of the game as the requirements to enter the nether is creating a portal using the strongest material in the game the nether is also a home to the nether fortress which contains powerful mobs materials needed uh, to enter the end game this new update to the game is one of the biggest updates to the game yet a full list of every aspect uh, can be found on Mojang's website but here are some of the bigger takeaways so four new bio mobs warped forest crimson forest soul sand valley and basalt deltas i hope i got that correct uh never waste original never bo uh bo bio 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 me bio me thank you is now referred to as never waste uh bio me fog a fog like area in between biomes uh, to blend them together. New mobs, uh, piglins, hoglins, striders, zombie-fired piglins, and zoglins. Uh, ruined portal nevers. You get the gist. I'm not going to keep going, but Zyga's got a great article for everybody who wants to go read it. Um, you should definitely go check out myxboxandme.com. Uh, Zyga's doing some fantastic work over there. Me and Chris will actually be playing this update today, straight after we finish the podcast. Um, again, you can, if you listen to this late, obviously you won't be able to watch it live, but the content will be up on youtube.com slash myxboxandme, so you can go check that out. You excited? You like, you, you're like... You're not into Minecraft the way I was into Minecraft, and I'm no longer into Minecraft the way I was into Minecraft. Yeah. This got announced, and I was like, I do want to check it out, but I do don't see it being more than just checking it out. No, I'll be honest. Like, it also seems like we're gonna need a lot of prep work to actually get to this. It's not hard. Content. It's not hard to get to. To get to, it's to, to be a lot of prep work. It's not that. hard. I don't think this is something done in one stream. It depends. 
if we want if we no, don't mess I around don't, if we don't mess around i don't think it's i don't think it's a one stream thing i think we'll be all right but there's no music in the game as well just so you're aware oh oh perfect i got to bump some music while uh while we waste our time i'm just posting wow. um waste if you guys time. ever if you guys ever wondered if we're getting a Minecraft 2, I think this answer is no. There's never going to be a Minecraft 2. Nope. Minecraft is just going to forever get updates because it sells every time. Yep. It'll sell again on the... Huh. I was going to say it'll sell again on the Series uh, X and the PS5. I don't know if it will. Because I'm assuming they'll give you a free upgrade and maybe they sell you an RTX version. Um, a ray tracing version, not an RTX version. Oh. A ray tracing version on those consoles. Maybe why would it, why would you have to? Would you don't think it just be an update that will have ray tracing? Um, they've the thing with Minecraft, know. they've already made the store inside of Minecraft, which they make a lot of money from. So that's true. It's not like they need to keep reselling you that they sell plenty of kids on skins, and I say just kids, but I know Zygo is like so many skins, so I can't just say kids, even though Tiger's he's, a he's, he's our heart. little he's our little kid, isn't he? <laughs> um, but yeah, it just it's a it's a, a really interesting um one that we'll have to wait and see really we'll have to just wait and see on that one next up crash harry potter rpg reportedly due in late 2021 Uh, this one was taken from ign by adam bankhurst warner brothers interactive entertainment rumored um rumored harry potter rpg is reportedly set to come late 2021 on the ps5 and xbox series x according to a report by bloomberg although the developers are to be said rattled by such issues as covid19 pandemic and jk Rowling's recent controversial comments and the possible sow of warner brothers video game publishing business uh, this rpg game uh, has been long rumored but never officially announced while there was a supposed gameplay leak in 2018 damn that was in 2018 warner brothers has yet to confirm this much anticipated title to the open world at large the project is said to be led uh, let is said to let players become wizards in an open world that takes place at Hogwarts and its nearby locations. Two anonymous sources close to the project have revealed to Bloomberg that the project is quote, very real, end quote, and that it is in development by Disney Infinite Studio Avalanche Software in the Lake Salt City, Utah. The sources have confirmed uh, the leak from 2018 was authentic, but many of the rumors that have come out are false. It's also said that despite the COVID-19 pandemic, the possible sale of Warner Brothers, a video game publishing business, and the fierce backlash against the franchise creator, the game still remarks on track for the release of next year. This is also an, uh, this is an anxious... There's also anxiety at the studio, however, especially due to the aforementioned comments aforementioned. aforementioned thank you comments by jk Rowlands that are widely viewed as transphobic according to one person the studio's management has still not addressed the controversial words by Rowland. many uh, spoke out against Rowland's comments including those who have worked close with her and starred in harry potter and the fantastic beast franchise daniel radcliffe emma watson and eddie redmayne um crash we have a question that came in uh from yep. matt phillips that says a Harry Potter RPG sounds good, but historically, Harry Potter games have been pretty mediocre. What does this new one have to do to make it worth $60? We will answer that question, but I do want to also double back. 
Um, so we'll answer that question first, and I want to talk about the J.K. Rowling stuff, and we'll go into mm. that as well because I don't think that's something we should just uh, skirt away uh, from. I agree. I agree. Um, but to answer this question from Matt Phillips, um, I think it just needs to be what it looked like it was in the leak, if I'm honest with you, which is it's a triple A. Look at the Harry Potter games that we've had so far, right? They've, they've been on the PS1. They've always been done by side studios or it's always felt like cash grabbings, in my opinion. Yeah, um, I agree. This could be the first great Harry Potter game, right? And yeah, I do feel like it's doable. Like, and... Harry Potter's been gone, been gone away enough. Harry Potter, not Fantastic Beasts universe, but Harry Potter has been gone away from the limelight enough to come back at this time at the moment and be like, hey, we've got this great game, which we're telling a side story, but in an RPG world. And I remember years ago now, it must be because it was 2018, that I pitched like, imagine this RPG was like a MMO where like you're going on raids with your friends and, and stuff like that. Like that would be, amazing i don't think that's what this is going to end up being unfortunately no. um but i'm looking forward to it honestly i just think it needs to be it needs to have solid gameplay it needs to look beautiful it needs to there needs to be stuff to do in this open world and think about harry potter you've got brooms you've got classes you've got imagine persona imagine persona yeah. but in the harry potter world imagine that I- I was literally like, I was reading this without the turn based, without the turn based strategy. Obviously, yeah, I was reading this when this came out, and I literally thought about that. I was like, Persona would make a great catalyst for Harry Potter because yeah. Harry Potter would work in general with that. So I really, um, I do agree with that. Um, it just has to be a good game, and I know that's sort of like a blanket statement, but I don't know what a good Harry Potter game would look like. So it's hard for me to define that, right? Like, what does good uh, combat in Harry Potter look like? I don't know. Yeah. But it has to be good. Yeah. What does a good open world in Harry Potter look like? I don't know, but it has to be I good. I think a good open world needs to be the full I've been to Harry Potter World in in London Got and it. I've seen I've seen what is there. Like it needs to be magic. It needs to feel magical. It needs to feel exactly mm. like it does when you walk into that Harry Potter studio tour, which it is. It's magical and you've got you need to be able to go down to um the swamp and you need to be able to go into mm. classrooms and you need to it all needs to feel familiar as if you've been there before for the open mm. world and i do think they can achieve that if i'm honest with you so yeah I've, i think I, it's gonna, I, I think it's gonna be way better than meteoric i think it's gonna actually be really good yeah um i'm 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 hopeful for this um I still want that MMO you talked about. That would be so good, though. Imagine, imagine us all going on raids, and I've got my wizard, and you got your wizard, and we're yeah. all we're all going on to take down these these. Oh, that would be so mad. It'd be so, so good. Do you think in this game you play as Harry Potter? No, no, no. Because Side the Harry Potter like story's a, done. Uh, make a character. I think you make no. I think you make a character. Okay. I think the Harry Potter story's done. No one, no one cares. No disrespect. No one cares about hearing Harry Potter, Harry Potter story now. We've seen it. We know what happens. Yeah. We, we know, know how we it know, ends. We know how it ends. Like I don't even yeah. want a side story. I just maybe, maybe it's a side story in the terms of they bring them back to being kids again. So you do see Harry and you do see Ron and you do see Hermione. And you do see all the characters, um, Dumbledore, and you see all those yeah. characters. Because I feel like those are too iconic to not use. What if it was a retelling of the original story? Nope. No. I want. I want to be. I want to be the wizard. 
Whoever okay. I choose to role play as, I want to be the wizard. I don't want to. I don't want to. Maybe or I want to be the wizard, or I want a very linear story of someone who was around Harry Potter, watching him from a side, going through their own journey. <laughs> That's what I want. Right. Like I don't want. I don't want to be Harry Potter. Who cares? Just like trying to get in on those group conversations. Oh yeah. Exactly. That Voldemort guy, bad guy. It's all you play. Imagine you played as. Imagine you played as like one of the plays from someone from Slytherin, and you're constantly on the chase for Harry Potter. And because they're always doing bad stuff to him, imagine that was like that was the whole game. Like, never gonna happen. But you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, you just don't want a, uh, a game where you play as Harry Potter. It's been done. Who cares? I, I care yeah. about. I care way more about the Harry Potter world than I do about Harry Potter as a character. No, I agree. It's also like we've seen a story beginning to end, so we don't need any multiple times. If you read the books as well, you know. Uh, yeah. To circle back to J.K. Rowling and her uh, transphobic. Uh, comments um i obviously don't condone anything that she's saying in any way shape or form um what she's saying is wrong she's wrong she is um honestly a, a disgusting human being in those terms because all I, like lives everyone <laughs> Everyone's it, life matters and I'm not talking about black lives matter in that term I'm t- just talking about like people in general like you cannot go around saying trans women are not women. Yeah. You can't do that. It, it doesn't affect you. In so, a, like, why why put that negativity out there? Like, it doesn't affect you. It generally, like, doesn't affect you. But do you know what? I'd rather know that J.K. Rowling feels that way. I'm glad she hasn't hit it. So oh. then, so then I, and, but this is where, this is where it gets so goddamn complicated. This is where it gets complicated. Think about every game dev that is working on this game and every all the publishers and just everyone who's who's in on this game do we let one person's terrible comments affect a whole studio yeah um i think that's i i think that's what i walked away when like this whole story came out was like what's the right call here do you punish jk rowling for her bigoted thoughts that aren't okay yeah or do you sort of like, because the developers aren't echoing her thoughts. No. The developers aren't co-signing her. The developers are just trying to make a game that they love, care about, and they're putting their and they've worked on for years. Yeah, and it's 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 their their art, right? Yeah. Uh, do you support that, right? Um, and it, it is really this like weird ground of like what's okay and what's not. It really comes down to you as a person. Like, are you are you okay with that? Um. I wouldn't be mad if somebody's like, I'm not getting this because of what J.K. Rowling said. No. I would understand that. I wouldn't yeah. be mad at somebody who's like, yeah, but like, think about the developers. I'm going to get this to support them. I like Harry Potter and I want to support them, right? Yeah. And I also don't hate on people that are just like, well, I just want to experience this art. Like, I don't, I'm yeah. not, I'm not one of these people that are like, hey, you have to be for the cause. Like, you have to. Like, no, you don't have to do anything. Do you. Just don't be part of the problem, in my yeah. opinion. So, Yeah. Be quiet, watch. Jesus, our devices today having problems, isn't they? Uh, moving on. Slasher, a well-known Ubisoft, um, a well-known reporter uh, who leaks a lot of stuff, Crash, has confirmed that Ubisoft are working on a brand new BR. Yep. Are you ready for that? I'll do. Yeah. It. I'll do your time code. Just scrub. 
I was and about I know to. you was, but I saw I clicked it already, so don't worry about it. Sources today, uh, this is all from Slash's Twitter, by the way. Source. Yeah. Today, Ubisoft will uh, tease a new game codenamed uh, Pirishma. Pirate, like Prinsma. Prinsma. Prisma. Prisma, thank Prisma. you. Prisma Dimensions. Uh, which is actually a AAA multiplayer fast-paced FPS battle royale from Mon- uh, Ubisoft Montreal, R- Rainbow Six and AC, uh, named Hyperscape. Sources, Hyperscape is a free-to-play uh, battle royale FPS set in a futuristic world for both PC and consoles, with the console launch coming later this year, including crossplay. Hyperscape goes into closed beta next week with an open beta and full launch of the game July 12th. Source. Hyperscape is being built with streamers in mind in a full partnership with Twitch, uh, uh, which has never ha- uh, never been seen on this level of integration uh, from a big game before. Twitch chat will, will, among other things, be able to directly impact the game live with game-changing events. Also, to go along with this, there's like um, there's a couple of pictures, which it, it looks very futuristic. It looks, it looks cool. I'll be honest, it looks cool. Um, it just, uh, I'm worried about more free, uh, free-to-play Battle Royale games, honestly. How, like, I'm just curious, like, the Twitch integration is cool and all that, but how is it going to set itself apart from, like, the counterparts in the BR space right now, right? Yeah. How is it going to be different than Apex, and how is it going to be different than Call of Duty and uh, Fortnite, you know other what, than it's being set in the future? What, do you know what I think it is as well? I feel like, so... I was reading on uh, Slash's Twitter that they're working on an extension, right? Where streamers are going to make, like, extra money from people who buy bits through it and people who, like, support this game and you can earn a form of currency if you watch streamers. Very much like the Valorant stuff, they're going to push that sort of thing. I feel like this is built with, like, hey, streamers, stream this game, you're going to make some money off it as well. And I Mm. feel like that's where they're at with it. I never think that's a smart play. No, I think... Yeah, I think you need more than that. Mm-hmm. I think like, I think this could be cool if like the Twitch interactions are actually like really dope. Because I I remember um, uh, Darwin's project. Darwin project for Mixer. Yeah, that yeah. Mixer. Oh, it was interaction. Mixer interactions. Yeah. yeah, and that didn't really like help the game at all, no. right? There have been countless games that have actually had Twitch integration, but it doesn't help the game, um, in the long run, right? Yeah. So what is this game going to do different? And maybe it is because you have Ubisoft money behind you that you can really push for some, like, really cool integrations. I think it helps if it's good, right? Like, there's yeah. been plenty of bad BR games. I'm looking at you. Uh, what's that one? Cliffy B made. Um, uh, who? Damn it. What is it called? Oh, wow. I can't remember that. Something Sky, isn't it? Wasn't it? Like, Rhythm Sky? No. Um, no Man's Sky. No, yeah, not that. that. That was it. Damn it. What is it called? Radical Heights. Radical Heights. There we go. There we go. River on the Sky. I got it. I, I don't know how I got to that. But whatever. <laughs> um, it's like, yeah, just make something good. Make something unique. Make something cool. And uh, I'm sure the people will come. But we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. How's Valorant doing? I know this is, we're an Xbox podcast, but how's that doing? Bro, I haven't paying attention to that game at all. It felt like it was like big to get a beta code, and then once everyone got their codes, everyone was just like, eh, "Okay." I think it's still in the top ten. Okay. So it's like people are still watching it. I could yeah. be wrong about that, um, because I haven't checked the top ten in a while. Um, I'm I'm sure I think they recently put out ranked. So having so long of a period 
with a competitive game and then not having ranked like the viewership's just not gonna be great for it yeah during that period um so, i don't know yeah it's still in the top 10 72,000 right now on twitch uh 72,000 yeah. people watching it call duty's got 73,000 not that a game's um doing well it by just... twitch numbers but just it helps to you know in the twitch community if it if it's doing well usually um yeah. but yeah okay interesting 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 um where am i moving on apple arcade and apple tv brings xbox adaptivity controller support uh, this one was taken from myxboxme.com and was written by zygo during apple's wwdc 2020 event the worldwide developer conference 2020 it was revealed that support for both the xbox adaptivity controller as well as the series uh the xbox series elite series 2 controller will be available uh will be sorry will be coming to the apple arcade as well as apple tv in the next big update the event centered around bringing the latest news of apple products to the masses uh, but to the developers of games that feature in the apple arcade they now have the ability to utilize these two controllers apple arcade is an apple subscription service you know what that is blah 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 blah, blah. that's dope i think that's really cool um, yeah i think it's smart of xbox to get behind it um, I yeah. think it's smart of Apple to get behind it. Like, do not try and make your own controller. Just partner with somebody who has the best controller out there, in my opinion. The, especially um, the Elite Series 2. Fantastic controller. But even more importantly, um, the adaptivity controller just allows more people to be able to bloody um, experience games. So, I'm happy. Yeah, I'm happy. I agree. Moving on, Borderlands 3 DLC, uh, Bounty of the Blood, available now. Uh, this one was taken from uh, Xbox Wire, but by Brandon Jones, uh, Johnson, sorry, producer of uh, the Bounty of the Blood. Um, calling all Vault Hunters, considering considerable bounties have been placed on the notorious Devil Rings gang. And now that the Bounty of the Blood, the third campaign add-on for Borderlands 3, is available on Xbox One, it's time to collect. Bounty of the Blood is a Wild Wild West-inspired tale of revenge, and retribution takes place on all on the all-new frontier planet of the Jihana, which was once a testing ground for a prototype weaponry and biological bi biologic experiments. The company's responsible has long since abandoned the planet, and the sense of the folks who choose to stay behind work hard to eke out a peaceful existence for themselves in the around town of Vest Vesting Vesting Vestage Vestage. Thank you. Um, more Borderlands DLC crush. Have you played any of the DLC? Nope. I'm. I didn't know. I thought this was the first DLC. Nope. This is the third, and uh, the first one was the Moxie DLC, the bank robbery Moxie one. The oh right, right, right. The right. second one was. Have they had a character DLC yet? Don't believe so. I don't think so. Might be wrong. I know the level level got pushed up and stuff like that. That they've pushed yeah. that up, but no, I don't. I don't think they've put out new characters like they did last time. That's very interesting. Nobody's ever, like, I've got the DLC. Uh, yeah. 2K reach out to, uh, me and 2K have been talking, I'm building relationships with them. And uh, they said, is there any games that I haven't got that I wanted? And I was like, yeah, I'd love the Borderlands DLC. It's like, yeah, cool, we've got you, sent me a code. Um, but Hayley still hasn't even played the base game. I bought it for a day one. And she's still just like, yeah, whatever, we'll get to it. I'm like, okay. Mm. Okay. It's never happening. Okay. No, it will. It will at some point. She's off for six weeks soon, so. 
on these signs. Uh, the maybe then. Yeah. Got it. Um. Yeah, you just you never got into Borderlands the way the way I needed you to. Nobody else in my chat is into Borderlands either. So uh, that's not true. Um, who do little I see? Little Smee. Little Smee is the person you're good. Is good. Nobody in my chat, like I said, who can be <laughs> there to play with me regularly. No chat, you little Smee, but you're just not there as regularly as I need you to be. Um, wants to play Borderlands, so I just sort of leave mm. them to it, you know. Got it. Next up, Microsoft apologizes for getting your hopes up uh, for the new Fable and Perfect Dark games. Microsoft Xbox boss Aaron Greenberg, uh, marketing boss, sorry, Aaron Greenberg, has played dad the significance of the recent uh, registration of two Twitter accounts at Fable and at Perfect Dark Game. Journalist Tom Warren tweeted uh, news of the two new accounts, reported that both were only registered, only recently registered, um, the Fable one in March and the Perfect Dark one only this month, and noting that a, quote, a Microsoft xbox employee is following one and the other is registered to a microsoft email address xbox boss aaron greenberg responded to a tweet however stating quote i know everyone is hungry for news but sorry to get your hopes up these accounts have been inactive for years it's standard practice to secure uh, social handings for our new ip or for our ip sorry end quote so uh i i really i really want to take a moment to applaud uh microsoft on their complete bs um the perfect dark one apparently might be true that they're not making a perfect dark because apparently like a fan got a fan got the handle and a fan approached them like hey um i didn't expect it to be this easy if you guys want this like whatever i did see that but i didn't know if that was real so i didn't want to put it on that's my i was gonna mention that as well as like that could just be a story or they could have like bought it from him they could have been in conversations to buy it and they finally got it whatever it is because people always like steal these the the twitter handles yeah. and try selling them back so who knows how that went yeah um, at, at mc fixer on xbox give me my handle so you. every day uh, every day i message just ignores me um and then the fable one i'm pretty sure is it it's happening you guys you got aaron greenberg you did a good job but i don't buy it yeah i'm not buying what you're selling even aaron i've got to be honest with you mate even if you do um, follow me I'm not buying it, Aaron. You gotta slide in them DMs and tell them that you don't buy it. Should I see that DM and say, hey, Aaron, <laughs> I'm not buying what you were saying. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, I, I view this more as a confirmation that Fable's coming out. Yeah. The fact that they made a comment. Um, the Perfect Dark, I think, just happened to be in the, the crossfire of it. I really I'm hope. Hoping. I, really, I don't want a Perfect don't, Dark. Nor do I. But then again, maybe, maybe, maybe I'd be down to be proven wrong, you know? I don't. I'd, I don't I'd want a perfect dark. I don't want a perfect dark period. Uh, I don't want it. I. I. It's not something that I'm looking, looking forward to. You know. Me neither. Uh, let's get these last few wrapped up because we're gonna go stream. Uh, Microsoft uh, to uh, permanently close all but four physical stores. Uh, this one was taken from IGN by Adam Bankhurst. Microsoft has announced that it will be permanently closing all of its retail stores, uh, while four location physical locations will stay. Uh, London, New York, Sydney, and Redmond will be reimagined as a Microsoft Experience Center. Microsoft announced the news that said the company, quote, the company's retail team members will continue to serve customers from Microsoft corporate facilities and remotely providing sales training and support, end quote. Uh, this was all reported by The Verge, blah, 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 blah. Um, I mean, I went to a Microsoft store. It wasn't that fancy. It wasn't that fun, if I'm honest with you. I went there for for an experience as well. So, mm. 
I'm fine with this continuing to be an experience center. Like the ones yeah. I do get it from a broader spectrum. I'm lucky. I live in London. But if you don't live in London or New York or Sydney or Redmond, you no longer have that store. But I I will say that it's kind of disappointment disappointing only in the sense that a lot of the Microsoft stores had video game tournaments that they'd run through them. Yeah. And those are gonna be gone now because I, I know um War Dog's gone to a bunch of New Jersey. I know they've had them all over the place. So that is kind of like, okay, now that's completely gone. Yeah, you have to go um, to the big cities now to get them. If the big cities even do them. No, I think they will. I think that's going to be part of the experience. I, center. I agree, but I'm just saying, like, an experience can be anything. That could, like, not, absolutely not be in their plan. But I do think that they'll do them, and they'll probably be, like, bigger events now than they were. I think they'll make um, a bigger deal out of them because they are going to be yeah. so more honed in. And they can stream it on Twitch now. To a bigger audience. <laughs> good point. Good point. Good point. Oh, that was the biggest like yay moment from all that was like, oh, does that mean Xbox? Xbox already got a Twitch account, but does that mean they're actually going to start using their Twitch account for like press conferences? I'm yeah. like, yay! <laughs> Could we start getting uh, loot drops for watching yes, Twitch conf- Xbox conferences on Twitch? Definitely. Right. I don't have to be on Mixer to get my free loot anymore. Nah, no more uh games with gold this month uh you have wrc this is for july wrc 8 fia world rally championship available from july 1st to july 31st uh, drunk lords available april 16th to april uh to august 15th sorry saints row 2 is available from july 1st to july 15th the best saints row game yeah no oh, no fight on that damn okay no, cool perfect I- We've talked about this <laughs> several you, times. Crash, depends what mood you get out of bed, fella. Who knows? Who knows? One day you're with me, one day you're against me. Who knows? No, 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 no. You just weren't listening when I said that. I was. I remember us having the conversation. So why would you assume I was going to fight you on that? I just, sometimes you like to fight. What what game would you say that I, I would say is the best? Smite. Smite is better than Saints Row as a whole. <laughs> Uh, Juju is available from eight, uh, sorry, available from July 16th to August. No, July 31st. Sorry on that one. Crash. Is coffee, coffee talk off? Coffee talk was gone, mate. Damn. It's on Game Pass. I got it anyway. Oh, good. It's well fine. done. Well done. Well done. Uh, let's plug, plug, plug and get ourselves out of here. What you got to plug this week? Uh, myxboxme.com for getting articles. Again, YouTube. YouTube.com forward slash myxboxme. And twitch.tv forward slash Kreshnik. Cool, cool. Uh, July is my birthday month. I am going to be doing a birthday stream. Uh, my birthday stream is actually going to be a 24-hour stream. So um, I am guess I'm kind of having two birthdays. Probably a little bit cheating. So I'll probably stream on my birthday as well because my birthday is on a uh, Monday. But the 24-hour stream won't be until the Friday. So July 20th is my birthday, but my birthday big blowout fantastico 24-hour live stream where i'm gonna be dyeing my hair eating spicy hot wings um what else what else do we whatever other goals we've hit on the twitch channel we are less than a hundred people away from a thousand subscribers on twitch well what's the what's the goal for a thousand what what do uh, the goal for a thousand is i will do a cooking stream where i make homemade pizzas because i've never made pizza homemade by like on stream uh before that's what people want and i'm gonna wear a liverpool shirt for a month on fifa fridays mm-hmm. yeah mm. sucks sucks to mm. be me 
um but yeah we'll go we'll go from there and see what happens after that but yeah so 20 24th of july if you can get the day off or if you can just prepare the way that you're going to stay up i'm going to be playing games i'm going to be drinking i'm going to be very sleep deprived it's, it's going to be a, a, a full shit show of uh stuff if you can be there i would appreciate it. there's nothing worse than sorting out an event especially a 24 hour stream and then no one being there because it's just that you yep. get to a point where you're just like why am i bothering yeah so whether you're in new york or london or anywhere around the world if you can come and spend some time with me on the 24th of july i would appreciate it oh uh, what time does it start it's going to start at seven o'clock in the morning till seven o'clock 24 hours from then yeah yeah okay yeah so it's my normal because i start at seven anyway so yeah that's that's why i thought i thought it well knocking out the first 12 hours simple yeah, to me that's going to be that the first 12 hours is going to be simple but we're still trying to figure out where we're going to do it whether we're going to do it here or we're going to do 12 hours i say 12 hours until whatever time hayes day goes to bed in here then we're gonna have a setup in the front room so as i turn off i turn that one on and then we do the other 12 hours mm. from in there so yeah that's the that's the plan and that's the play right now but okay we'll figure it out as we go right yep cool well until next time everybody thank you all for listening and uh i will keep reminding you everything else keep listening to my xbox and me make sure you go rate it and goodbye goodbye